Chelsea. This woman is a disgrace. Hey guys, welcome to Chelsea Disgrace. Hope everyone is alive and well. I'm sure if you were dead or unwell, you wouldn't be wasting your time listening to my podcast. You'd probably be out haunting people you hate, because I know that's what I'd be doing if I was dead. I'd probably be starting by haunting Bruce Jenner and Diane Sawyer for wasting two hours of my life with that interview that was on TV a couple weeks ago. I watched the whole thing, thinking we get to see Bruce in a dress at the end, but we didn't, and I got so outraged, I flipped the coffee table. In my mind, though, because I can't actually lift an entire coffee table without getting, like, spina bifida or something. I swear to God, if Bruce makes a prettier woman than I do, I'll be so fucking pissed. Though his neck does kind of look like a saggy vagina since he had his Adam's apple shaved down a bit. Speaking of shaved down a bit, that leads us right into today's disgraceful topic, which is pubic hair and shaving. Now... Sometimes when I have plans to go out with my friends, we talk about whether or not we're going to shave our boxes for these said plants. Like whether it's uh, whether or not it's worth uh, the effort, the dollar store razor and, you know, the pain and agony when it starts growing back, which kind of feels like your box is being constantly nipped at by like a gaggle of small geese scorched by a 100 candlelit flames, then dunked in a solution of rubbing alcohol and salt water. We usually base our decision on a series of calculations, determining the probability of a man seeing and or touching our vaginas. So if we answer yes to any of the following questions, we don't bother defluffing. One, am I on my period? Two, do I currently have or have recently had any yeast and or bladder infections? Three, am I currently suffering from an angry case of razor burn from a previous shave session resulting in my junk looking like a pepperoni pizza or an asphalt driveway? All of these are pretty solid reasons not to shave. However, if we answer yes to any of these following questions, we do like a little maintenance check. One, do I have plans to meet up with a guy who isn't gay and or related to me? Two, Am I willing to allow random strangers to put their hands down my pants in the comfort of a bathroom stall or the middle of a large crowd on the dance floor? Three, am I wearing a skirt where my beaver will emerge if I'm struck with the sudden desire to twerk and or drop it low and or bend and snap and or tie my shoe, find money on the ground, find food on the ground, or feel like doing my gorilla walk impression? Most of these things result in impressing men and therefore will result in them wanting to touch my vagina. So anyway, so say we're going out on a Saturday. Most of my friends will be like, oh, I'm just going to shave Friday night and that way I'll have more time to get ready once I'm done work on Saturday. And I'm all like, yeah, yeah, same for sure. Friday night, shave night. It's on, guys. But actually, I'm really super baffled by this because if I shaved on a Friday night, by Saturday morning, my snatch is halfway to looking like you just finished drying a load of wool sweaters, then clean the dryer's lint trap out. I don't even understand how it grows so fast. Like It's not like I'm French or Italian or part Wookiee that I know of anyway, but if I'm going out, 
onion to start shaving as closely as possible to the time of the event in order to best avoid it reaching prickly pear status. Sometimes I wish I could just shave in the cab on the way to the bar, but I'm assuming the cab drivers probably frown upon that. But in a perfect world, in my mind, all bars would have like an emergency razor mounted on the wall, you know, in a glass case with a sign reading, in case of emergency, break glass and remove razor. I actually used to carry one around with me in my purse until my mom told me like it wasn't the greatest idea because I could potentially be charged for carrying around a dangerous weapon. And I was all like, Ma, what happened to better safe than sorry? And she's all like, Charles, that refers to things like, you know, packing an extra pair of panties. What's a razor going to keep you safe from? And I'm like, Ma, safe from missing out on a chance to bone a 10 due to presence of pubic hair. And she's like, why can't you just shave at home like a normal person? And I'm like, it doesn't always work that way, okay, mom? And then having to defend my razor in my purse became exhausting. So unfortunately, I no longer carry it around with me. I just keep it in the trunk of my car instead. So that way I can do like a shaving tailgate party before an impromptu date. So I'm really not sure if this is just me or if this is how like all female bodies are built. But you know how there's the V shape where the legs meet the vagina? Well, like I don't like if I don't tend to like shave my pubes in a while, my hair grows like at least two inches past that V onto my thighs. And I've asked a few of my friends if this is normal, but they always respond with like, Ew, Charles, oh my god, no. But I feel like maybe it's one of those things where they're secretly thinking, like, oh my god, I thought it was the only one. But I could be wrong. I just, I wanted to throw that out there, you know, see what I got in return. Judgment. Nothing but judgment, guys. And I always laugh when it's time for me to shave after a really long time. And I have to go over the same spot, like, four times with the razor before I can actually see skin. And, like, I'm a freeloader, and I don't actually do any chores. But I'm assuming it's probably, like, mowing a really long lawn or something. Like, maybe the first time you mow the lawn after you get back from a really long vacation. And then when you're done, you empty the tub and there's a ring of hair around the entire thing and you're both mesmerized and just so grossed out at the same time. I just, I love the feeling of shaving your hoo-ha for the first time in a while because it just feels so super smooth, like a dolphin skin. Or if you haven't touched a dolphin, I guess like smooth like a baby's bottom would be the common comparison. Personally, I don't go around touching baby's asses, so I really wouldn't know. But word on the street is that baby's butts are pretty smooth smooth so yeah first shave in a while super silky snatch but once you start doing it a couple times a week it just looks like like a fucking mess like there's enough razor bumps down there to write the old testament in braille like not even blind dudes are attracted to me they get one feel that razor burn and they're like uh i came to fuck not to read I'm super self-conscious about pretty much every single part of my body, especially my pubic hair. So if I have even the slightest bit of hair down there, there's like no way I'm having sex. And I know it's ridiculous because I'm sure tons of girls keep like a bit of hair down there for decoration or whatever. And I know that many men like when women have a little something growing down there, not like an old chia pet or anything. But my mom told me that my dad makes her keep a bit of a landing strip so it doesn't feel like he's fucking a 12-year-old Girl Scout. And everything our dads say is true, right? But for some reason, I think of it like this. Okay. 
hardwood floors always look good. Nobody looks at a hardwood floor and thinks, this looks like shit. There should be a carpet here. Carpets are harder to clean. You need like special vacuums with special attachments and like shit to maintain its vanity. And once you move a piece of furniture that's been there for a long time, you take a look at that nicely kept carpet underneath and you can really see just how beat up your carpet actually is. So knowing how lazy I am, that laziness would transition over into my carpet maintaining skills. And I'm afraid that if I had a man, he would venture off to check out some laminate hardwood and realize just how raggedy my shag carpeting is. So I like to keep things modern. When I had a boyfriend, I actually shaved more often than just every time my best friend tells me I have to because my pubes stick out of my pants like an old dirty man who wears like Hawaiian button-up shirts, leaves the top three buttons undone, and his salt and pepper chest hair sticks out just like grazing the bottom of his chin and making women everywhere just super nauseous. So when I start to shave often... All the hairs are just like chilling, like just under the surface of the skin. And my box starts looking like the inside of a dragon fruit or like a sack full of baby spiders, which isn't super inviting. And then when they do poke through the skin, your vag feels like the stabby side of a piece of Velcro. And you're worried your boyfriend's going to get severe rug burn on his pelvis or his face or like his fist or whatever you're into. I don't know. Or I guess like whatever may be into you. So you shave again. But when you do, it feels like what I imagine would be similar to setting your body on fire, then taking a rake to it days later. That shit fucking hurts. And this is why I like one night stands. I shave for the first time in four months, which in Chelsea's vagina hair years is like 10 years. Then I have sex and this guy is all like super impressed with the upkeep of my vagina and is like, wow, you do a spectacular job down there. Then I just never see him again. And he's left with nothing but a memory of how neatly kept my junk was instead of facing the harsh reality that the second time we hook up would be like fucking a Brillo pad. But yeah. When I was dating someone, I needed to find some creative solutions to keeping shit as tidy as possible down there. So I started confiscating my dad's aftershave and putting it on my box when I was done shaving it. And okay, guys, I've experienced pain before on several different levels. But cheese and rice, it's like I was kicked in the stomach by a lesbian soccer player in steel-toed boots, making me fall so far down that I found myself at the gates of hell. These gates then opened where Satan himself emerged and he took that giant pokey thing that looks like, you know, a big fork that comes with most slutty Halloween devil costumes and he made fiery fire come out of it and that fiery fire struck me in the pubis, temporarily hindering most of my senses. I couldn't hear Satan as he let out a thunderous laugh and I was blind and I couldn't see his lack of remorse on his evil face. I, could, I couldn't smell the burning of my flesh or taste the dead skin that was chafed off my box now floating in the air. All I could do was feel, feel the raw pain of that men's aftershave soaking into my freshly shaven vagina. It actually hurt so bad that I would gag and have to stand over the toilet. And my vagina lips actually opened up wide and screamed, Ah, just like in the iconic scene in Home Alone. But my razor bumps were kept to a minimum, so that was good. And I thought I had a wonderful solution until my boyfriend questioned why my box tasted like spicy poison. And I was so embarrassed. I'm pretty sure I didn't want to have sex for like two weeks after that. And then he dumped me. Hmm. 
So I started using a different technique, which I really like, and I've been ridiculed for, but I know everyone who laughed at me secretly tried it themselves and probably really liked it. I started actually plucking my pubic hairs with tweezers. Um, Not only does it pull out the root of the hair and gives you way more time before the hair reaches the surface again, but I find it incredibly relaxing. Nothing helps me unwind more after a long day than brewing myself a nice hot cup of tea, opening a bag of chips, popping on a flick, crawling to bed, and plucking my pubic hairs. It's, in fact, quite a lengthy process, so I recommend you actually make a full night of it. Maybe a combination of a Netflix slash snatch snatch plucking marathon. Turn your phone off. Maybe do a facial mask at the same time. You know, make it all about you. It doesn't have to be weird. I know I make a lot of jokes, but I really do recommend you try this. Now, taming pubic hair isn't just a one-way street. I expect guys to take care of their bush, too. I'm a big fan of multitasking, but don't get me wrong. I don't need to have my teeth flossed while giving a beach, and I really don't want to have to move shit around in order to find your dick, especially if it's not worth finding. It's kind of like a deconstructed Caesar salad. You know the kind where you get like the giant piece of cheese, one massive crouton, and a strip of bacon, and you have to chop it all up yourself? If I'm going to try and be health conscious and order a shitty salad, I sure as hell don't want one that involves work before I can eat it. So if your pubic hair is longer than your dick, it's too long. And if it looks like a homeless man's beard, please trim it. Oddly enough, I've never actually really experienced um, a guy where um, he had too much pubic hair, mostly because 62% of the guys I sleep with are gay and obsessed over manscaping. I mean, I've had weird-shaped dicks, weird-smelling dicks, too small dicks, too big dicks. I've even had a dick that I'm pretty sure I was allergic to, but never one enclosed in a tuft of hair. However, I have a close friend who has recently encountered an unruly man bush. So the other day, I actually asked her for a statement about it. And um, this is actually a direct quote from my friend. It was like geocaching in an Amazon rainforest. But it was really hard because the prize at the end was really small. So after I was done peeing my pants laughing at this, I wondered just how many men actually walk around with this sort of situation going on. So I decided to Google pubic hair statistics. And then I quickly realized I was at a Starbucks and it was Frappuccino happy hour, which means there was approximately 18 billion small children around and I feared one of them would see what I was looking at. So unfortunately, my data is inconclusive. I asked uh, some of my guy friends for their thoughts on shaving their pubic hair, and uh, all of them went straight to talking about their butt hair and how it's such an inconvenience when it grows back and feel it feels like they have uh, like pieces of sandpaper wedged in between their ass cheeks. None of them even mentioned their penis froze, and I'm sorry, but I'd rather you take care of your uh, like penis hair than your ass hair because I have no desire to put my hands or mouth anywhere near your fart box. I'm the one that should be worried about shaving my ass hair because my ass is the one you have to stare into when we're three minutes into sex and you flip me over for doggy style. And guys, I don't really understand your obsession with that position anyway because personally I hate it. Uh, It makes me have to fart. It hurts. I have a weird butthole that I'm self-conscious about. And it makes me feel like you're sick of looking at my face, which hurts my feelings. But whatever, right? I don't want to be a wet blanket, so I do it anyway gives me the opportunity to work on my arm strength anyway. 
There was one time I decided to go out to the bar with my friends, and for whatever reason, I decided not to shave. Maybe I thought the night was going to be more on the mellow side or something. However, this was not the case. I ended up getting plastered and forgot that I was living in the 70s from the waist down. So we're at the bar, and my buddy's bartending, and he suggests we do body shots. And me, being the classless hoe bag I used to be, I climbed on top the wood and laid myself down. The bartender had the bottle of tequila ready to pour into my belly button, so he pulled my shirt up a bit, and he's about to pull my pants down a bit so he could get a clear shot of my belly button when I suddenly remembered about my fur burger, and it seemed to happen in slow motion. His hands hovered over my body, moving towards the waistline of my pants. I wanted to roll off the bar and make a run for it, but I couldn't seem to move. I was clearly paralyzed with fear, and then it happened. He undid my pants and pulled them down about half an inch, revealing, revealing my lady bush to the bar. And really, it's my own fault. I mean, what was I thinking letting my bush grow so dangerously close to the top of my pants? It's like walking around with a loaded gun or like ordering a milkshake, then rollerblading over a bed of rocks with it. Like, obviously, something's going to spill out. Things are going to get messy. So on that note, I'd like to leave you with a little limerick that I wrote about pubic hair. I like to kind of keep it in the back of my mind at all times, and it goes like this. If your bush is super thick, please refrain from getting dick. Is your pubic hair in knots? Then please don't do body shots. Always remember you must behave if you skip tonight's vag shave. Forgetting these rules when getting drunk and letting boys touch your hairy junk will end badly for both involved. Keep your legs shut. Problem solved. But if your snatch is looking fresh and through the hair you can see flesh if it doesn't make people squeamish then go ahead girl get that penis so please feel free to use this as a life motto and thank you so much for listening please feel free to drop me a line at chelseadisgrace at gmail.com and follow me on instagram at chelseadisgrace i'm chelsea making you feel better about yourself when chelsea grace palmetta time bye girl you need pussy control you ready